who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Hey people, this is Aram. Welcome back to God's Fall, a proud member of Neon Rival. Join the collective at neonrival.com. When we last left our heroes, they were facing off against the Line, a group of magically empowered mortals that were, according to Dudala, hunting godlings. When the god of the Astral Realm offered to help Zion form an even more powerful shield to hold the Line at bay, he was instead transported into that realm. It was there that empowered Dudala finally played her hand and demanded that Zion hand over the Eye of Saw. My name is Michael. I play Zion Preeton, a six-level human sorcerer. My name's Steven, and I play Torric Wildtongue, a level six paladin dwarf. My name's Kelly, and I play Rena Falvel, a six-level wild elf ranger. My name is Doug, and I play Doro Knot, the level six halfling rogue. My name is Serena, and I play Caitlin Wainwright, a level six human rogue. My name is Carlos, and I play Para Rivers, a six-level human cleric. I reach out with my divinity, and I blast her. All right, hold right there for a second. While that's happening, you all see a gold and crimson-shaped figure flying towards you. Don't worry, guys. Zion will save us. (laughs) Uh, I don't think that's working. Can I tell where she went from point A to point B? Oh, where she went in in the astral realm? No, you can just see where her path stops and then where she entered the astral realm. Can I use that like a door? You can't enter the astral realm yet. Go through it all the time. Yeah, well, with help. With the Eye of Saw or someone taking you there. You teleport through the astral realm, but you can't stay there. Oh. Yeah, you're only in there for for a millisecond and then you're back out. Eventually you'll be able to, but you can't do it now. So Rena gets comfy on the side and starts readying the bow up with the thing that's flying. <laughs> she's like taking aim. She's sitting there and she's like, so am I doing it or not? Nah? <laughs> Let's not attack them until something happens. 
within a round, the crimson and gold figure kind of like passes over you, circles back around, and kind of matches your speed and is now hovering above you, points a gauntlet down towards you, and a beam of light is now scouring the deck. And it's incredibly bright, but it's just light. And you hear this echoing, amplified voice. Drop your anchor. Prepare to be boarded. Friend or foe? Drop your anchors and prepare to be boarded or you will be met with force. Don't make this. Go fuck yourself. Don't make this decision for us. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so Steelbeard uh, complies and pulls in his sails and drops his anchors and the ship slowly grinds to a halt. So Steelbeard is super special. Like, no one knows that No, I mean, no one would be able to think that that's a living ship. Could he stop without anchors? Yeah, he could totally stop without anchors. Yeah, okay, cool. He was just doing what he was told, but he could absolutely stop without anchors. Yeah, Yeah, gotcha. He could just form a giant thing underneath him and drag, yeah, with uh, pressure. But he should look as normal as possible. Yeah, he's looking as normal as possible. The boat. The boat right now. Hide your face, Dory. As you're thinking that he does, you see the face kind of, you know, recede into the mast, and now it just looks like, well, it looks like, I mean, a ship made of living wood. Yeah, but it looks like an elf boat. While this is happening, I'm going to run downstairs get fully fully armored yeah and, w- and actually with you it doesn't take any, t- any oh, that's time right. now you just had... slap her on your neck and the armor and shield forms around you okay yeah. all right I'll, I'll... <laughs> iron man it twice that's you know. right transform no. roll out <laughs> you're like i can do this too <laughs> but i leave the helm off i want face fully visible and excellent so as you guys are doing that the black ship is now pulling up alongside She looks at you, she rises off the deck and energy is now crackling all around her. It's crackling out of her eyes and down her, and down her arms and crackling along the deck of the astral ship. This doesn't look like a shield. What is this doodah? Zion, I wish not to harm you. I'd rather like you, but you'll have to hand over the Eye of Saw. That might be possible. But why would I do that? Why are you joining us? I need it. For what, Dudala? Because it makes me powerful. Okay. Will you stay with us when you do? I believe like we can stay for a while. There are things you and I could discuss. I have plans, and you all would be incredibly helpful, frankly. I tell you what. It is the Eye of Saw. It's not really mine. It's for the astral plane. It's from your predecessor. I'm not entirely against this idea, but if you help us in this fight, and if you continue to stay with us to fight the God of Chaos, then the answer's sure. But can you promise me that? I absolutely can. I have no desire to see this world destroyed, nor do I wish to be destroyed along with it. All right. I reach out with my divinity in a great show of power and have the the Eye of Saw circle around me in in, in great uh, uh, circles and shoot directly toward her and stop just one... centimeter from her face. Her hand clasps around it and this brilliant energy now crackles across her, this ruby energy. A ruby cape forms in the back of her. This helmet of ruby forms around her face that leaves just 
her face open, ruby gloves appear around her hands, and she's just covered head to toe in this kind of like leatherette kind of uniform, right? And she soars forward at you and just touches the side of your shoulder. That was a very smart choice, my friend. And you two vanish and appear back on the deck. The two of you reappear on Steelbeard's deck in a brilliant flash of pinks and violets that unfold like a cloud before being sucked back into nothing. The dwarf flying above veers back towards the other ship. It's an ambush, fellas. They are with the Watcher. So is the ship right next to our they ship? They were just pulling up alongside when he shouted that warning. Can can I see the other three on the ship? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I want to cast Bane on them. Okay, well, they, they're going to take one surprise run, and then we're all going to roll initiative. Can I get a shot at the guy because I had my bow trained on him? Yes, absolutely. If you both roll the same number, the arrows touch. Don't roll a one. Wait, hang on. I'm going to have him roll first, and then you roll. And he was pointing them at Dudala. So he fires at her, and both go straight towards her, and then crash into this energy shield oh, she has she around her. She reappeared with Zion when yeah, she did that. Absolutely. Oh, I thought she. No, 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 no. Spat him no, out. No, he's gonna do stuff no. in the astral. Or something. Just no. mugged him in the right. astral. Realm. Right. Exactly. That's exactly what. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Call the cops? <laughs> oh shit! He called the cops. Yeah. <laughs> No, and when she reappears, she's crackling with the same energy. She has the same helmet, the same cape. She is a different being, it seems, right now. And she's still floating above the deck on this crackling energy. Both arrows strike, what would have struck her straight in the chest, but they hit this invisible field of energy and just explode. Can I try the thing where... I do minus five on my roll to get plus 10 to hit. Oh, yeah, sure, totally. Okay, I'm pulling back. Wait, wait, no, no, I'm sorry. It's minus five to hit to get plus 10 damage. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> we are definitely missing. You could use luck if you wanted. 13. 13, okay. So you pull back real far and fire. The arrow launches out and strikes him in his plated shoulder and just splits open. All right, let's go. Okay, first to act, Rena. So what you're seeing right now, just so okay. you know, is that the crimson and gold-plated figure has circled above his own boat as it's approaching along your side. There's two people at the railing, the giant woman with gray skin, the gentleman with the green mask, and the pair of crossbows. And you notice that as he fired the crossbows, as soon as he let go of the trigger, the strings were pulled back and new arrows, new bolts loaded up to be fired next. So he can clearly just click, click, click. And there's boxes on top that are feeding So he's got like it. the old Chinese it's like a repeater. It's the Chinese it's like a repeater. Stour. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. So awesome. Oh, Aram, actually, could, could you roll for Steelbeard? Steelbeard gets a four. In boat form, his dex isn't terribly high. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to stick to trying to shoot the guy who's flying because I'm going to be the best at that. 18. Again, it just hits the plate, doesn't quite make it through, and shatters on the outside. Does it look like he has, like, plate mail? 
Yeah, he definitely is. He's head to toe in crimson and gold plate mail. Okay. I have an extra shot, so yep. we're going to do it again. 21 to hit. Doesn't quite get through the plate, but it does hit him really hard on the shoulder and spins him around, and you hear him groan. Go ahead and roll damage. Wow. Two? <laughs> okay. So, I, so again, most of it got absorbed by the armor, but it clearly stung him a bit. The line. The warden goes first. That annoyed him. So the the <laughs> so that annoyed him. Yeah, he's clearly annoyed. Yeah. Shit, just tell her she didn't do good. Yeah. So the crimson and gold figure turns towards you and misses yeah. badly. Oh, I think shoots she, himself yeah. somehow. Uh, I don't think so. Points his right arm towards you with a closed fist, and a ring on his finger explodes. Is, is this a fireball? No. Okay, good. How no. closer am I to everybody? Uh, you're all kind of grouped on the deck, I okay. would say, at this Within 10 feet? Point. Yeah, absolutely. An energy ball, like a ball of lightning, flies out of the ring towards you. Roll it a dexterity save. Ooh, I'm good at these. 25. Do you have evasion? I don't think so. Plus two. No, I don't also. think so. Plus two, but no, no, she definitely made it. Everyone has plus two when they're around me. Awesome. Yeah, I don't think I have evasion. Okay, so you took half damage. So you take nine points of damage as okay. the energy singes you as you kind of like spin out of, out of the way of being directly hit. But that ball is still crackling and hovering in midair. Above me? Near you and near everyone else as well. Fuck magic. <laughs> the guy with the two crossbows, one comes towards you. Uh, does a 14 hit you? No. Nope. And one comes towards Para. Does a 19 hit Para? Uh, yes. A bolt strikes you in the shoulder, <laughs> and you take six points of damage. You bastards! The next one to act, the uh, grave-skinned woman makes a leap, yeah. clears the 10 feet between your boats, lands near all of you, and slams her hammer into the ground and creates a shockwave. And you can hear Steelbeard groan in pain as the boards ripple. I need all of you to roll a dexterity save. 15. Good. 17. Good. 20. Good. 17. Good. Four. You fall over. <laughs> Eight. You are both knocked to the ground and are prone. Uh. The last one to act is the woman in the raven cloak, and she slams two levers forward to kind of lock the ship in place, hurls a lineup and wraps it around one of the, the top of your mast and swings over and lands. And that's her whole action. She just makes yeah. a really grand entrance. <laughs> <laughs> Was that it for the line? That is it for the line. Doro. After that reflex save, do a, like a handspring back into position. <clears throat> wow! <laughs> wow! Who are you? To the giant grave skin hammer wielding thing. Gruntog. As she's lifting the hammer to strike again. Nito! Wait, what can you do? Are you doing anything else? No. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Who's next? What's the name? Gruntox. Gruntox. <laughs> oh, 
people around the ship right now? There are one, two, three, four, five, six, plus Dudala, seven, plus Oinkers, eight, plus the four of them, 12. Okay, all four of them are on the ship. Correct. So no one's on their ship. Well, three of them, because one's still flying in the air. Okay. Yeah. But no one's on their ship. None that you can see. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. We take their ship. Yes, Gilbert. Turn into a box. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> they all land in the water. We say, bye. bye. <laughs> Damn, that's smart as shit. That is smart as shit. Five minutes, so five, minutes of, uh, five minutes of silence on Steelbeard. Steelbeard's just like, so what are you guys into? <laughs> <laughs> like a twig comes out and starts poking one of them. It's just like... <laughs> right, who's next? Uh, who shot Para? Para was shot by the guy in green. With hand the crossbows. Hand crossbows. Are you going to squish I... his eyeballs? <laughs> yes. Well, you can't see his eyeballs because he's wearing a full wooden green mask with just two crystal lenses over where his eyes are. So you can't see them. Does it look like ironwood? Definitely looks like Ironwood. Okay, and he's standing, right? He's yeah, basically like right at the railing. He hasn't actually he hasn't crossed over either. He's right at the railing of his own ship, firing towards yours. Okay, well, first I get up. Uh, that's an action. Half of right? your movement. It's half, half your movement, correct? Half my movement. Okay, so that's thanks, fine. Rita. Well I, done. <laughs> I get up, I reach out with my divinity, and I clasp that mask and I lift it. I need you to roll d20 plus your divinity score. Twenty. Seventeen. So. You reach over, pull off his mask, and it's absolutely Sebu. <sighs> Twist! I feel like Rena just like lets out a cry. It's just like motherfucker. <laughs> so that's so that's your. It comes onto my hands. Yeah, yep. that's Target that's has totally your Yeah. Keep it, keep okay. Warm it in your hands. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, somebody stop me. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? All right, Torvik and Oinkers. All right, so how does speaking work? You have six seconds. So whatever you can say in six seconds. So I can speak to someone and then take an action? Absolutely. Right. So I turn to Oinkers and say, go on the ship and start pulling all those levers you see on top of the ship. All right. Yes. <laughs> charge toward Rhinox lady Excellent. and right. attack her. Excellent. Wait, what was her name? I keep losing it. Gruntox. Gruntox. Uh, she is awesome. So how are you attacking? What are you doing? Uh, swinging the axe in the north at her. Excellent. I would like you Top to roll down. to hit. She's a hammer. Giant golden hammer. So it's 21. That definitely hits. Roll no. for damage. Don't hit Gruntox. She actually all aggro. You be a pancake. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> 12. So she gets her shield up, but you slam down into it hard, and the top of the, you know, with enough force that it sends the top of the shield back into her own face. So you see a little trickle of blood, and she turns right away from Doro, seems incredibly pleased to see you as a smile washes over her face. Challenger. I know you. <laughs> hey, Torvik. Torvik. Torvik, did we met Dad. You know, shit. <laughs> Who's next? Dudala. Dudala now rises up off the deck. Her eyes are crackling with energy, and she fires a lance of energy towards the dwarf in crimson and gold plate. And she hits. Damn, damn, Dudala. Well, she has the eye of saw now, too. So. 
This giant beam of crackling energy strikes the dwarf, and just before it hits, he closes his wrist in front of him and strikes dead in the center. You can see some energy field around him absorb most of the energy, but then it shatters and blasts him back about 20 feet. Para. So I can see all of them, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Para just, like, closes his eyes, like, tight, and he casts Bane on all four of them. What does Bane do? Up to three creatures, but I'm rolling it at a second level, so sure. it's four creatures. All right. Uh, they choose within range, make a charisma saving throw. Whenever a target that fails this saving throw makes an attack roll or saving throws before the spell ends, that target must roll a d4 and subtract the number rolled from their attack roll. The only one not in range would be... The flying one. Right. So, yeah. So that's... The, I'm just going to say it's the warden. So the warden isn't within range, but the rest of them so are. So three of them. Yep. Okay. So you don't cool. have to do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you don't have to do it. That's 20. So that one's saved. Gruntox failed. And... Oh, Gruntox. <laughs> okay. Gruntox Stop failed. The other enemies. two passed. Okay. Cool. So now what can Gruntox have to do? It has to roll a d4 and subtract that from, from their attack. attacks or right. saving throws. Do you want to move or do you want to stay where you are? Where am I in? Am I in like a back line area? Yeah, you're or? kind of in the center of the boat. Okay. Uh, just Near wanna, the mast. I just want to take like a step back towards the other edge of the boat. Sure. All right. Who's next? All right. Steelbeard. The mast kind of turns and Steelbeard's face appears in it. You are not welcome here. And as he does, four of those vine-like creatures appear all around them, and they form bows and begin to draw a bowstring back. And on the next round, they'll be able to attack. Yeah, homeboy. Should have just had him, like, form holes. Where I know. Just <laughs> drop him in, drop <laughs> him into the water. Just actually, make a little little vine cage and drop him under the water and drown them. Wow. Hold them there. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I I feel like we need to talk about that. I'm placing their bodies in the recycling. Anyone object? (laughs) Who's next? Caitlin is coming up the stairs. The thunder wave had knocked her to the um, the side, and she she gets up, and her eyes look like they're filling with black smoke, just black inky smoke. And she walks up the stairs, and she blinks it away. She blinks back the smoke because she's trying to so hard to control it, and she casts sleep. Yeah, I roll seventy-eight, and you can put it all on like one person, or you can distribute it, right? Well, it goes to the least hit point person first. Oh, okay. And if it's enough, it knocks them out. All right. So this is eight. 24, 31, plus 7 is 38. And you see uh, the guy who, who was up until now wearing a green mask, who has now been exposed as Cebu, which that name didn't ring any bells nope. to you whatsoever. Actually, no one said it, but... Cebu! Yes, there, <laughs> oh, there, there we go. There we go. Oh. <laughs> he said his own name! <laughs> it is I! It is I, Cebu! So the guy in green, kind of like, like his eyes a flutter. And he sways back and forth for a second, but then he shakes it off, and he's still awake. Okay. All right, back to the top of the round. Reno. So I have clear sight on Cebu. Oh, yeah, totally. So... As soon as he was exposed, his eyes locked right on yours, because he saw you. Oh, just kill him. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, just kill him. (laughs) No, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... He had it coming. Yeah, I'm going (laughs) to shoot one of my flare arrows, trying to aim for his face area. 16. 
16. So he sees it coming at the last minute, turns his head and the arrow just slides right past his face. You can see it illuminate his face. And as it does, there's three huge scars right under his right eye that he didn't have before. I'm just gonna do another flare. All right. Arrow at him. It's even worse before. Um, lucky. Okay. Oh my God. It's just not happening. Yeah, he just, I mean. He's just, I'm just so angry. You are angry, your hand's a little shaky, and he knows you so well and just spins right out of the way of both arrows. There's just like death glare happening. (laughs) And now it's a fight. He leaps into the air a good 15 feet and lands on the top of one of these arms that are coming out from their mask and fires down at you twice. Cool. They're so cool, guys. You should just be their friends. I think we found the real adventuring party. (laughs) As he like jumps over and he like, you know, is locking onto me, I go, you should have never left the forest. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) Neither should you. Ooh. Neither should have you. Does a 17 hit you? Yeah. And does a 14 hit you? No. All right, so one strikes you in the shoulder, spins you around, and the other one misses. And you take 11 points of damage. The crimson armored one, the crimson and gold armored one, flies nearer to the boat. You can see him just kind of move his hand to the left. And as he does, that ball of lightning also moves to the left and comes at you. I need a reflex save. I'm wearing wood. It's still going to hurt. <laughs> it's non-conductive. <laughs> yeah. Well, true, but it's a giant ball of energy. It can pass through the wood and touch your flesh. It's also magic. Yeah. Because magic. Okay, it's so basically. what am I rolling? Uh, you are rolling a dexterity save, please. 12. So you are struck with a ball of energy, and you take... Oh, my goodness. 22 points of damage. Oh. Ooh, it looks like I'm going to be the one close to death again. <laughs> Gruntok sees you get struck by the ball of lightning and looks back angrily. This one was mine. And then she shakes her head and charges after Para. So can I use my reaction to impose the disadvantage for the protection fighting style? So I have my shield in this, so. Absolutely. Hold a disadvantage for whoever you're going after. Okay, so uh, does a 12 hit you? No. She's charging towards you and the hammer's coming down. You swear that this is it. You're going to take a hit right to the uh, face. At the last second, comes down right on Torvik's shield as he throws it in front of you. (gasps) This is between me and you. Fine. The woman who was piloting the other boat in a cloak of raven's feathers drops suddenly to her knee and wraps her arm around the railing. She shouts, Hold fast. In Elven and with a flick of her wrist, tosses a tiny silver charm into the air. It quickly grows into a giant magical fan and blasts the side of Steelbeard's sails with a mighty gust of wind, rocking him violently to the side. Both Gruntox and Sebu were able to grab hold of something in time. They've clearly practiced this maneuver before. The rest of you have to roll reflex saves. Yeah, a nat 20. Nice. Uh, 13. Okay. 18. Okay. 7. Okay. <laughs> 32. Right. 
24. 24, nice. Okay, all of you save, except for Para and you. Uh, both of you go tumbling over the edge and crash into the water. Ah! Oh, God. We've been here before. Who's next? Doro. I was going to sit and cheer on Torvik and Gruntat. <laughs> <laughs> Eat popcorn. Yeah, but you saw your friends go over. Who fell in the water? Raise your hand. <laughs> and what's happening to Zion right now? Uh, Zion... Putting on a helmet. Yeah, basically <laughs> putting on a wooden, a wooden face mask. Can I make eye contact with Zion to see if he's observed this? Zion definitely knows whenever his boyfriend is I in trouble. <laughs> I'm not sure how strong the boyfriend sense is, like the distances and stuff like that. <laughs> hey, we almost have our, our third month anniversary. So like, <laughs> it's getting like, super hope serious. Hope you got that cheese picked out. <laughs> Torvik is in wood armor. You I know that Torvik well. floats like a bopper. Yeah. yeah. Right? And so is the, and I hit the water fine. and shoot straight up. I don't, I don't need to help anyone that's going in the water. I mean, I should be concerned. I mean, I'm, I'm being shot at. You can put me right in front of... I know, I need to participate. Right. It's 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 lady. Okay, how far away is Batman? Batwoman is within 20 feet. Batwoman. Also, let's not call them that so I don't get sued. <laughs> the Raven is within 20 feet. So you said she's wearing like a half mask and a cloak with a hood up, right? And her ears are kind of sticking through the hood. Okay, so I would like to teleport on top of her shoulders, Baron LaFleur style, and then just push her hood down over her head. First, I would like you, well, the teleport's pretty easy, so you end up right right behind her. This brings up an interesting question. Yep. My character sheet is so hilarious. I don't yep. even have like my divinity score thing. Okay, so you're, well, this is not gonna be your divinity score. You are actually physically grappling with her. So it's gonna be an opposed, a grapple roll. You can either roll dex or strength. I'll do. You can do athletics or acrobatics. Mm -hmm. she if is you have pluses in either of those. She is going to Oh, roll. yeah, I do. Oh, she does too. <laughs> she definitely does. It's Batman. Uh, that's going to be it with the a roll. 20. You beat it. You went to grab her hood, and she just <laughs> grabbed your wrist so quickly, but stopped you immediately. Can I say anything? Yeah, sure. You can okay. say something. Um, oh, I, oh, you were expecting that, huh? Get off me. Ew, she sounds like that. Yeah, she's like a like rope, like get off me. Is it like the Bruce Wayne? I'm masking my voice. It's thing? Totally, it's, the, it's it's actually much more like uh, who was the guy from the first Dark Knight movie? Oh, Christian Bale. Bale. Yeah, Christian it's definitely Bale. like get Christian off Bale. me. It's all that kind of like growling. <laughs> get off me. <laughs> she actually has a really high pitched voice. Hi, I'm Batwoman. There's a Batwoman. First of all, before I take my action or what have you. What happened when I put that mask on my head? Okay, so you put the mask on your head, and there are it's this, it's this wooden, simple, blank mask with two crystal lenses in it. It's clearly magical, but it, would re it requires attunement. So you're looking through it, and it, your vision feels a little sharper, but otherwise not nothing. All right, well, then if I can still see in it, then I might as well keep it on. Okay. Can I? <laughs> it's a power move, for sure. It really is. It's just like Tommy in the, day, in the sky. Yeah. All right, I reach out with my divinity, and I pull Para from the water and place him on the boat. Okay, that doesn't require any saves whatsoever because you can lift 250 pounds, so you felt this before. A and Para hasn't been eating his bottle. That's right. <laughs> a, a force of energy, which is clearly your boyfriend, lifts you out of the water, dripping wet, and deposits you on the boat next to you. Okay? I see this and go, hey, I'm in here too. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll get to you. All right. Uh, <laughs> you don't give him enough kisses. Uh, <laughs> I tried when I was drunk. Right. Oinkers. Oinkers leaps off the boat as a pig turns into a bird, sails over to the controls, lands, turns into a monkey, and just starts pulling levers and 
sales are opening and closing and things are moving, a door pops open <laughs> as she pulls one, two giant ballistas rise out of the deck and fire. And like Para is standing right in front of the mast and one slams above him and one slams right between his legs. <laughs> hey! All right, Torvik. So I composed myself, turn into a bird, come back and right in front of Rhinox again. Or Gruntox. As you. Gruntox. As Gruntox, me again. Yes. Rhinox. This isn't over. Good. All right, Dudala. Dudala has flown now towards the guy in crimson armor and they're just like zapping at each other. So she rolls again. Yeah, that one's definitely going to hit. She cracks another energy lance towards him. Strikes him directly in the chest, knocks him out of the air, and slams into the deck of their ship. Falling damage? He took damage, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pair up. So two of them are on their ship now. Right, and right. oinkers. And oinkers, And yeah. me. Oh, and right. you. So she's hovering above their ship. Oinkers is on their ship throwing levers as a monkey, and the crimson and gold armored guy just crashed into the deck. Okay. Uh, Torvik's in hand-to-hand with uh, the other one. Where's... With Gruntox. The Green Lantern guy? Or the Iron Man one? He's Which one? Uh, green the guy Arrow. in green. green. The, uh, his name is The Viper. So <laughs> yes, let's, let's avoid. The Viper is right on the edge of his own ship, so he's also over there firing arrows. So three of them are on one. that ship now. Correct. How does Flaming Spear work? You create a flaming spear and set it towards someone, I believe, right? Read it out loud. It's a five-foot diameter spear. Yep. Fire appears in an unoccupied space of your choice. Oh, what's the range? Within range, just says, uh, 60 feet. Okay, so, so it, they're all within range. Yeah. Except for the, uh, except for Dudala right now, if you want to throw at her. Any creature that ends its turn within five feet of the spear must make its dexterity saving throw. Basically, I'm moving this, like, rotating column over. But it has to roll across the ground. It doesn't float in, in midair. But if I start it in an unoccupied area on their boat, what's yes. the closest I can get to, like, two of them? Uh, well, I imagine none of them are within five feet of each other, but you can hit any one of them. Yeah. Let me hit um, the guy further away, furthest away from Doro. Okay. So the guy in the armor? Sure. All right. The warden rolled. Uh, so he needs to roll a... Um, dexterity save? Yeah. Dexterity save. All right. Uh, No, he failed. How much damage does he Uh, take? 2d6. Roll it. Eight. So the rolling ball of fire appears and then slams into his back. The flame kind of dances around him. And as a bonus, I can move it, right? Yes. Okay. Can I move it on someone else that... Mm -hmm. It's 30 feet, so who else isn't by someone? Either the viper or... The raven, both of them are close enough. But if you send it towards the raven, it'll hit Doug as well. Okay, um, the viper again. All right. Oh, uh, 16? Uh, it misses, but he, he saves, I guess. Yeah. But he still he takes half damage. He does not because he oh. has e- evasion. Oh, So okay. he just flips over it as gotcha. it comes towards him. Cool. All right, who's next? All right, Steelbeard and the four vine creatures. Sounds like a band. They all basically <laughs> step up to their own edge and have now all are aiming at the Viper, who just flipped out of the way of this fireball, looks kind of pleased with himself, turns. So and smug sees, and self-satisfied. Yep, and now four vine arrows are coming towards him. The Viper will be played by a Rombardian. <laughs> fires one, the Viper spins out of the way. Fires two, spins out of the way. Fires three, just barely dodges it as it pierces his cloak on the way out. 
and he thinks he's got out of the way, but as he pops back up, one strikes him clear in the chest. Takes 17 points of damage as it slams into his a chest and he kind of falls onto one knee. Doesn't let go of his crossbows though. All right, Caitlin. Her eyes are now like pitch black, like just lightless pits. And she casts uh, Spirit Guardians. Caitlin can call forth Spirit Guardians from the dream world to protect her. And uh, she chooses her party to be unaffected. These sheets of astral energy ripple into existence, just a couple of them all around you. And they start moving between you and your friends and the forces attacking them. So one kind of dances in front of Gruntox, one is moving across towards the Viper, and that's what they're doing. These little, like, walls of energy are trying to protect the rest of the party. Mm -hmm. And I think um, they must make a wisdom saving throw versus my divinity or take 3d8 of radiant damage. What is your divinity score? It is 16. All right. Gruntox fails. Go ahead and roll damage. Gruntox just tries to punch it as it comes towards (laughs) her. 11. Slams her fist right into it, and it closes around her, and then vanishes. The Viper's quick, man. Dodged out of the way, just in time. Yeah. All right, back to the top of the round. Here we go. Uh, (laughs) So he's still up there, and he just got, like, like, Viper got shot, like, everyone fired at Viper, and he only got hit once, but he got got hit hard. Well, see if we can do it again. Still trying to do the flare arrow. 25. That's going to hit. Four? Four damage? So he gets the flare to his face. Do a dexterity save for him. Okay. I'm going to attack again, this time with an entangle arrow. Nice. 25 again. So the first one flies right in front of his face, goes off, but he's able to turn his head just at the right time. As he spins back around, wham, the entanglement arrow hits him and vines wrap all around him. They wrap all around him. He just kind of like falls over. Why did you leave? Well, he's like cursing you, but it's like one is like grown over his mouth. He's definitely cursing (laughs) you in Elvin. All right, the line. He's stuck, but he's able to like bite through the root that's around his mouth. Get us out of here. And the uh, warden, which is the one in crimson and gold, a plate, closes his fist and points it up towards Doodala. <laughs> Whoa. I rolled a natural 20, and he had dumped all the charges for his ring into this attack. A giant fist of energy appears about the size of him, flies out, Doodala forms the shield in front of her, smashes through her shield, cracks into Doodala, spins her around, and she falls out of the air into the water, about 100 feet to the south. He then waves his arm like this, and a bolt of crackling energy comes towards you, that same ball of energy. I would like you to roll a dexterity save. 19. You're able to flip over it just as it comes towards you. Gruntox runs, grabs Cebu, leaps from your boat yeah. onto her boat. Batwoman. No, no, no. Raven. The Sorry. Raven. The Raven. The Raven. Sorry. You're doing it. I know, I know, exactly. So the Raven throws her arm wide and a couple little pellets, and then they all burst with greenish smoke. All of you need to roll constitution saves. 26. Okay. Seven. All right. 22. Nice. 
Seven. <laughs> 24. 14. Uh, 18. Doro, Torvik, and Para are all hacking and coughing and on the ground. Their tears are, their eyes are flooded with tears. You're just in pain and it's hard for you to breathe. Thank you for joining us for episode 75, Deal with the Devil. For my DM's notes on this episode, including full stats for every member of the line, head on over to patreon.com slash Vardian, where I've got tons of behind-the-scenes information. And if you are still holding off on getting a print copy of the God's Fall World Book, there is like less than 50 left. And that's it. 1,000 books in and out. So if you want to make sure you get one, head over to worldbook.godsfall.com. So thank you for joining me for the 75th episode of God's Fall and for three years of Dungeons and Dragons podcasting. We'll see you next time in the Five Kingdoms. show was produced and edited by Dead Ghost Productions. Find out more about us and all the shows we make at deadghostpro.com. <laughs>